0: Okay, so, I had a vision. In this vision, I was with my mom, my sister, and my dad, and my dad, I believe. So, my dad had his own house. We was at our house. My dad had his own house. We went over to my dad's house. And you know, for some reason we was expecting it to be cold, the Wi Fi not working, but when we got there everything was fine. The Wi Fi was working, it was warm, you know, had heat and all the other stuff. It was a really big house, but it just needed like some renovations, but it was still, you know, suitable for us and everything. And while we were there everything was cool. So we wound up going home, and then we were all talking about how we are about to go back over there. But this time we got back over there, it was cold, and the Wi-Fi was working. So I was there, and I woke up, and all I know is, like, my hair, it wasn't done or something. I need to get my hair done. So I did my hair. And then beaded it and all kinds of stuff. But, like, my hair was, like, beaded and, like, Chinese bang or like, a bob. And it was beads. And I was, like, trying to like it. And it was cute, you know, for... For the reason why I liked it, you know, and then it was looking different though. But like I changed it, and then my then I just settled for like a flat iron. I just combed it down. But the weird part about this vision is that I would excuse me. I was around my mom and my sister, and it felt normal. But then I was looking in the mirror and at first my hair wasn't done and it was just like this weird vibe. But then I was believing I couldn't do it, but then it was I just believed that I could and I just started combing my hair down. Next thing I know, you know, I feel like my mom had just said something to tell me like, you know, and I'm not trying to make her sound like a the bad guy because now looking back at how you say, I wonder who even made me feel confident enough to feel like I can do something with my hair. But all I know is she was just like, you look like Marilyn Monroe but finally you did something with your head or something like that. And so it just felt like an underhanded compliment. And I was just like, thanks. But I guess in my mind, I was thinking, like, how come I always got to accept compliments like that? I got to ignore the part that was so ignorant and rude. And I got to just accept the part that was nice I can't say nothing about the rude part. I can't even feel feel like I noticed that even though, you know, you wanted me to notice that more than you wanted me to notice the compliment. But I gotta just accept the compliment. But it's cool, I'm, I guess I'm used to it, so I just did that. But it was like, it's not enough. I still want you to, I, I want you to be affected more by The rude thing that I said, then I want you to be affected by the compliment, but I allowed the compliment to affect me more. So it's like a weird psychology thing going on there. And then I noticed that when I was looking in the mirror and I was combing my hair down, it's like they wanted me to be confident enough to feel like I could do so on my hair. But then once I was started to be confident enough to do so on my hair, they didn't want me to be that confident. Not that confident, you know. And it was like, um, I thought for a second, like, should I, should I dull myself to make them feel more comfortable? But I don't really know how to do that anymore. Because every time I do that, it just gives them more power to try and stunt me down further and further and further and further. And I realized that every single time I do that, I'm giving my power away to them. So I had to take my power back for me because... Otherwise, I was just going to be like, not myself. I didn't feel like myself. But I just didn't, like growing up, it never felt like that. Growing up, it just never felt like that. Like growing up when they've been like this, it's not new. And I don't even feel like I noticed it anymore or it bothered me. But growing up, I was still able to be who I am inside. Now it's different because on a different level because I can't be who I want to be inside. These things are affecting me spiritually. And I feel like that's probably what is the biggest deal for me. The biggest deal for me is like not that that they are the way that they are. I'm going to love them and accept them regardless. That's my family. I love my mother. I love my sister. I wouldn't want anything to happen to them. You know, I want them here. You know, I want them to win. The biggest issue for me is that, like, it's maybe my whole life I felt comfortable because I'm like, okay, physically, y'all can't emotionally beat me down or mentally or spiritually or whatever, but y'all would never, you know, Y'all would never be able to touch my spirit on the inside. I know who I am and I'm confident. I'm building that up. Even if I'm allowing y'all to say whatever, do whatever to me on the outside, on the inside, I'm building that up. And I'm strong spiritually. So now it's like they're touching me spiritually. And that's like... I think that that's a big no for me. Like the whole time they always thought I was a punk. They always used to tease me for not fighting. They used to always tease me for being sweet. They used to always feel like I was the one that you could do whatever to. And they didn't understand that, you know, I felt like that wasn't a battle worth fight. Spiritually is a battle that's worth fight for. And as long as you're not touching me spiritually then I shouldn't even be worried about or or care about nothing that you're doing. But now it's on a spiritual level. And so I'm just not having it, and now everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy, or everybody's trying to jump down, jump on me, and you know, trying to kill me now, and trying to keep me from my future, because you're not letting us jump on you like you, like we used to jumping on you. But it's not my fault you thought that because you was able to beat me up physically, that somehow I was just beaten down for real, all the way, hundred percent, even spiritually. I don't know why, but maybe it's the way I think, but I'd have never assumed that about you or anybody else. If I came and beat somebody down physically, I wouldn't have expected for their whole spirit to be broken. Because that's just one beat down. You beat somebody up in the physical, you won the battle. But if you beat somebody up spiritually, you won a the war. They never getting back up. They never going to feel like they good enough to do or be anything. They never going to do you know, be able to dream or have a future, be hopeful, want to be anything, ever be able to build on anything if you beat somebody down spiritually, they give up on life. So why would I let you do that if I still got to live life here? So I, I think that, you know, that's this is God, this is all in God's divine plan. This is all in God's divine plan because the whole time we're growing up, I used to be looked at as a punk, like I can't fight, like I'm not tough, like I'm all this other stuff. And everybody then everybody thought it was funny. They teased me. They would always count me out. They wouldn't see me as a threat. And for all these, I mean, well, they did, actually, because it's hard for me to say that if I, was a, if I was considered spiritual that you wasn't. But who knows, you know? Everybody operates differently. But all I know was the whole time they would make me beat me down. They would try to beat me down. And I would never let it touch my spirit. And so now it's this whole spiritual battle. And it's about spirit. And I'm having to constantly fight them for what I know to be mine. And the thing is, when I think about it, it's like this whole time thinking I'm losing. I'm losing this spiritual battle because they all jumping down my throat. They all jumping down on me. And like I can't beat all of them I can't keep fighting all of them all the, every day I can't get to this point where you know I'm just I don't know have given up and it's okay but like, I don't know I don't know I'm I'm thinking I'm losing but in reality I can never lose and I think I picked up on that because when in 2020 when it came down to it they tried to take everything Things that I even know that you otherwise would, you know, that matter. Like when it comes down to even being able to think at all or being able to breathe or being able to know who I am. They try to take all of that type of stuff. And this is weird how this post keeps hunting me. Work on things that people can't take, like personality, character, and spirituality, and I'm, and it's weird how this post is hunting me right now because I'm actually dealing in, in a battle with people who are trying to take those things that people claim you cannot take. I never knew you could take somebody's personality. You know, I see how people take it in the physical, how they just imitate other people. They, you know, still they whole and they hold swag, but I'm talking about really take their personality up off them. Meaning, like, you don't have it anymore. Spiritually, it's gone. Like, who are you now? You're just a shell of a being. I never understood that that could actually happen. I never understood that that would actually exist. And that's what I'm dealing with right now. But when it comes down to it, I realized that, you know, I'm, I'm winning. I'm always going to be winning with God. Because I would never do that to somebody, first of all. And second of all, because everything that he's placed in me makes me who I am. I'm not breathing if these things aren't, who aren't here. I cannot breathe and and live without these things being here. So that pretty much means that as long as I'm alive, I'm winning. And I'm alive. So that explains why they try to take my life and continue to try and take it. Because as long as I'm alive, I'm winning. And if they really want me to lose, they have to kill me. So that makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, so that's... I think that I probably already put that together. What does that mean now? That means now I got to learn how to move forward one way or another. So if I want to stay around them, I got to learn how to move forward and ignore their efforts to try and tear me down, even spiritually. And I don't know if I can ignore something like that. I think that that's probably... I don't know. Realizing that that they would be willing to do that, it feels like it's, it's, it's an unsafe environment. It feels unsafe for me. But do I want to just give up on them, though? Do I feel like it's worth giving up on them? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I still do love them. And we have our differences. Maybe they'll stop. Maybe they'll get over it. But the thing is, the idea about that is, like, my whole life they haven't. Do I feel like they really would or ever could? This is who they are. And and maybe it's even who I am. But if I want to be better and they don't want to allow me to be better, do I keep them around me? Do I stay around them? I don't know. But... I don't even know if anybody else out in this world would be much better. And I don't want to even think that. I don't want to even assume that because I am. I'm better. I exist. And somebody might be out there wondering if I exist. I got to get out there and find whoever it is that's is going to be that for me. Why would I stick around people who just want to beat me down spiritually and want me to believe that you ain't never going to get better? Like, maybe I need to challenge that instead of keep continuously wasting my time challenging you to be a better person every day when you're not going to change. I can go out and challenge the fact that there's other people out here who are already like that. We can grow together. But, you know, then I would obviously be faced with the fact that I carry a lot of the different traits that they have inside of myself. Unknowingly, And then when I'm faced with somebody who's maybe better or could help contribute to a better me, I will probably be inflicting the same thing that happened to me from them on this individual. Do I really want to do that? But that's the only option I probably have at this point because it's either be, be worse or be better. So I want to be better because eventually I'll learn how to not inflict that on other people. And it's it's better to grow. It's better to get better. But then I don't want to lose hope that they can also get better, too, because as long as I know that I can, then I know that they probably can as well. So I want to keep fighting for them, but I just don't know. You know, maybe it's like that's part of being grown. You have to learn how to manage, you know, fitting and accepting your family for who they is and fitting them into your schedule while also not hindering your fight to become a better you every single day. Not letting them, not allowing them to stop that. But I don't know, because this is just such a peculiar situation. I know that, you know, that's the battle with my family, but what about the battle with this world? Because it's not just my family. And if right now they wanted me to believe that it's just my family, then I could be able to stay around my family and still succeed and be the individual that I was meant to be. This has been my whole life. You don't think I'm used to having to learn how to prevail regardless of you know who my family decides to be so I understand that maybe my family is not the issue and I I probably made the best choice by not leaving them and not being willing to but all this unnecessary turmoil and torment it's like what am I supposed to really be doing though because something not something not right something ain't gonna work so what is it really and then I realized that like You know, in the vision, it was a few things being exposed. For one, you know, we depend on my dad. We have depended on my dad, even though, you know, a lot of times the narrative was being pushed or it was being like it felt like the narrative was, you know, my dad is good for nothing. He's a deadbeat and. We he's always living off somebody else. So we don't need nothing from him and all that stuff. I never believed that. But a lot of times that's a narrative that's being pushed. But once my dad walks in the door, everybody gets a little bit chipper, a little bit more happier. So dads are needed. But, you know, one thing I'm just not... One thing I can't only understand, because, yes, my dad does have, you know, kids that... He, ne- he wasn't necessarily there for like he was for me and my younger brother. But he was there for the rest of my mother's children. And that's, that shouldn't make up for that. But I'm just saying. And it's like, I spoke about this before. Everybody gets mad at me for sticking up for my dad. But I feel like that's how the same thing goes when anybody sticks up for me. Everybody always wants to get mad at them for sticking up for me. Like, don't get mad at them for sticking up for me because you want to beat somebody down. For, I don't want to say for no reason, but just because, you know, probably you don't want them to know how much they mean to this world and to you. You don't want them to, you are intimidated by who they could be. But all I know is, like, my family members, they've always made it seem as if don't nobody like your dad. We hate that your dad is here. Your dad is nothing but a problem. He always do this and he always do that. Sometimes they'll give him his credit, but they'll never give, they'll never just appreciate him how he should be appreciated. And maybe I have over glorified him a little bit because he is my dad. But when it come down to it, I just noticed like he's your dad too. So why do y'all always make it seem like that's your dad? And you always over glorify him. And don't nobody feel like that but you, but y'all all feel that way. And that's what this vision just exposed. When he walked through the door. Everybody felt the same way I felt. They just had different ways of showing it. So I didn't appreciate that. Because my dad, he don't see, you know, he don't let it bother him. He's fine. Like, that's not bothering him. That's his least, that's at least of his worries. I don't know if it's at least his worries. Maybe he just built, built up a shell. Whatever. I just know that. Something, something about that scared me because I felt like I don't want to have to deal with that for the rest of my life, though. But maybe I'm also already doing that because I was just already experiencing that. But I don't want to have to deal with that. But I don't want to be nitpicky. I love my family. I wanna I want them to be around regardless. But I don't want to have to deal with that for the rest of my life where, you know, everybody got to act like I'm not this and I'm not that and not appreciate me for who I am. And I never and I go unappreciated. I never am able to truly be appreciated for all the talents and everything that I'm worth. But, you know, I still gotta be around you and be contributing all that I'm, you know, worth. I wanna get around people who appreciate me. But then now I'm faced with this reality, like, is that weak? Is that weak is that kinda weak, you know? Because I have been surviving. I made it all the way up to this point. But I don't want to switch up on my family and feel like not because now that I see that y'all are not appreciating me and not wanting to recognize me, then I'm good. I want to go be recognized now and switch up on them. And a lot of times, you know, you learn growing up like that's the worst thing to do because when you do that, you switch up on your family and you want to go be all of a sudden appreciated by this different crowd. As soon as that crowd done with you and, you know, they don't care for you no more, or you're not as relevant or you're not as interested in your family is the only people you can fall back on because your family is the people that's there for you when you hot or when you low, no matter what, they got to be there. And I know that already. So why would I switch up on them for that? But at the same time, it's like if they're not willing to see me in a certain position, why would I give up on a possibility or the opportunity to be in that position in order to somehow appease them? They should be supporting me no matter what position I want to be in if they really, truly are family. So it's, it's bad on both sides. On one side... I can go get the recognition I deserve and I could possibly succeed and I could probably never come down. But I most likely am going to come down. And when I come down, who do I need to fall back on? The people who always genuinely love me, whether good or whether bad. But then on one end, it's like they'll never want to see me in that position. They'll never truly want to accept me into that position. So I have to fight them every step of the way. But at least they love me regardless. No matter whether I'm high or I'm low, whether I can offer something or I can't. So both are needed, but obviously that's difficult. I don't know, maybe my family different, but I don't feel like it is. I feel like this is something that a lot of us face. But yet still, you know, what should I do? Because I wanna do big things. And maybe it's in my destiny to do big things. Maybe God wants me to do big things. God Plan for me to do big things and probably biggest, bigger things that anybody around me will ever be able to accept or support. But if that is really the case, I guess I don't really have to worry too much because when it comes down to it, if all the way up until this point, they've been who they are and I've been who I am. And we still got here. It's not nothing that nobody can do to stop my destiny. It's not nothing that nobody can do to change that. But as I said, you know, it's not like they're going to stop trying. And everybody's advice is get away from people like that. But what do you do when that's your family, when you can't get away from your blood I don't know. And then I wake up after this vision and I feel immediately just like the presence of other individuals as if they were not there or were not able to be there. But part of me knows that they are always there, I feel. I don't say always, but I don't know, because maybe as soon as I woke up from my vision, immediately they searched my memories and was able to, you know, pick up on what experience I just had. makes me feel like I'm living in two different worlds. But I don't know if that's necessarily true. I can't necessarily agree agree with that, because I'm not always... analyzing my visions every time I wake up. It's some visions I wake up and I don't even remember. They still know about what was in those visions and what consisted of those visions. They don't want me to know about it. They don't want me to feel like I know about it. They don't want me to know who I am. They're still trying to do everything in their power to keep me from my best self. I don't know, because, like, at this point, it's like it's everybody in the world, and if I'm going to accept it from the world, why wouldn't I wouldn't accept it from my family. But it's just, I don't know why it's different with family. It's different because they they supposed to... If they really claim to love you, they're supposed to support you. But you find that they do you the worst. I don't know. Regardless, I woke up and I feel like I let the world in. and. Lately, I've been feeling like they trying to make me feel like, oh, you ain't even relevant no more. Or, you ain't even you know, important, or, you know, everybody's giving up on you, everybody's moving past you, and it's like, I think that they want me to, you know, die at that thought, like, you know, start dying now, because everybody's, you know, you're boring to us now, now you're starting to bore us, and it's like, now I should start jumping through hoops and tap dancing in order to entertain y'all, I don't even know how y'all was entertained for me from the jump. I mean, I do. But at the same time, like, if it's just for me being me, I ain't about to start changing that now. But if y'all lose interest, I still got to stay grounded and remember that I still got a future, whether y'all interested or not. But I don't know. It still feels so weird. It still feel like it's something I'm missing. Like, it's something that's going on here and I may be missing. Then it's like they're also saying, you know, I'm going to make you miss all this opportunity. You're going to miss all this opportunity and you will never know about it or you're going to regret that for the rest of your life or you, by the time it's gone, I tell you, you're going to hate me for this. You're going to be so mad. And it's like, I don't think so. Because whether I'm mad or not, you know, I think the realization of everything is that if it was really an opportunity for me to have, I would have never or could have never missed it. Not that, you know, there's not the, the idea that you still got to work hard for any opportunity and if you otherwise do not are not able to obtain opportunity, don't you have to take responsibility for the work that you did not put in to obtain it or keep it? Yeah, but at the same time, you know, trusting in God and moving forward in your life and healing is like, not dwelling on things or missed opportunities because there's always going to be another one presented. I can't dwell on the last one. But I don't know. I think that's why they're trying to get rid of God. They want to somehow eliminate that possibility of building and, and never feeling without as long as I have him. But that brings me to my next point. It can't be just my family. Like I said, all the way up until this point, I've been surviving. I've been getting through regardless of their flaws. Somebody's trying to deflect and make it seem as if it's only been my family the whole time. But it's not just my family. This has happened on such a bigger level. This has happened on, this is somebody else outside of the family, obviously, because it's they're, they're making me realize different things inside of my family I never realized. So, yeah. Or maybe I realized, but they're just now getting to see, and it's like I'm seeing it from a different light, maybe. But at the same time, they are without that unconditional love that my family has. And they might say, well, it's not unconditional love if they don't support you and all this other stuff. Or I might say that, but it is kind of unconditional love because... If you grow up with people for years and you learn to have to be around them, whether you like them or you don't, it's unconditional love. Like, I really haven't ever liked you. I really haven't really never gotten along with you, but I still have to love you. That's unconditional love. So this outside source, they they kind of come with this. They don't really have that unconditional love for you. Like... Yeah, I might be able to help you with things or shed new light on things. Or I show love in a way where I'm able to see different things about your situation that you, I feel like you deserve because you're worth it. But I don't have unconditional love for you. Meaning when it comes down to certain areas, I'm kind of cold. I'm a little cold. I would leave you hanging. Or I'm not thinking that far into it. I'm not thinking that deep into it because I don't have that understanding that this is good or bad, better or worse. We stuck with each other type mentality. I probably would leave you at that point, not be there. So, you know, maybe you thinking of it, but you can't possibly be thinking of it on the level of somebody who have already been going through that with me for years. So I don't know. I feel like I'm dealing with that, but regardless of anything, I'm not about to blame myself for no situation because obviously these in- whatever situation it is I'm dealing with, they came in they came and just bestowed themselves upon me. I'm supposed to sit up here and be like, and I can't believe." They're treating me this way and they're acting that way. And these are the things that they're taking me through as if I walked in a door. No, like that's really weird to me. That's what the weirdest part about it is. It's like everybody's sitting up here trying to make fun of me and trying to make me feel bad. Like I just knew already. Like I just know what you are up to. You up here hiding. You're hiding. You don't want me to know who you are. You don't want me to know what you're up to. But somehow I'm supposed to be mad that you're still up to it. Huh? How did that work? That don't even make sense. But you know... Maybe that's the key. Or a key to it. Like... They are keeping stuff from you. Hiding things from you. And... Um, pretending to be, and pretending, they, they are creating a fake scenario. And they somehow want you to just jump in on it and start acting like it's improv. And as soon as you start doing that, they're going to pretend like you was in it, on it the whole time. They're going to pretend like you had something to do with it the whole time and somehow, I think, absolve themselves wrong, wrongdoing. Because I think maybe they be try They're trying to convince somebody that you was, you have, you are just like them, or you have everything to do with this. Because as long as you have nothing to do with it, then maybe that's the key. But I don't know if I necessarily want to believe that because I feel like if anybody is really watching or really care, then they would already know that I have nothing to do with it. It's nothing nobody could do to try and convince or pretend as if I did. So what would be the point of continuing on with that whole song and dance like Somebody's about to keep on trying to pretend like you had something to do with it or you knew the whole time. Like, everybody already know I didn't have nothing to do with it or knew the whole time. Or do they? And if they didn't already know, then obviously that goes against the idea that you're trying to push, the narrative that you're trying to get me to believe that everybody in the world is just like you. Or everybody in the world goes along with this. Or I won't be able to go find somebody out in the world who's going to appreciate me and love me and treat me the way I should be. So that just means I need to get out more. That just means I need to get away from you. That's why you don't want me to know that. That's why you don't want me to see that. But it's still bigger than that, too. It's bigger than that, too. Because I go off into this world and I start living my life and I realize it's so obvious how Whoever this is reacting. I don't want you to find somebody better. I don't want you to find somebody who's really going to treat you the way you need to be treated. I don't want you to find somebody who's going to love you. I don't want you to find somebody just like you because you're too good for me. I go off into this world and I realize like they're able to control different things, they're controlling so many things. And doing everything in their power to keep me from moving forward. So it's almost making it impossible for me to grow. And somebody might say, well, you got to fight past all of that. And you got to learn how to, you know, you got you to gotta get whatever it is that you need regardless. But you don't understand what I'm fighting. I'm also fighting my family who supposed to have never sold out on you for money. Or the idea of money. Or anybody around them coming around with money or any type of power. They're never supposed to sell out for that. If they're not supposed to be the one, people, the people who never turn their back on you, when it comes down to that, when you're facing the world that's willing to do that to you. But they didn't sell out on me. So I feel like I have nobody. I feel like I can trust nobody. I feel like I'm unsafe in this world. So at that point, what do you do? When you don't have family you can trust and you don't have that unconditional love to fall back on and you also don't have this world that you can trust either. You just have God. You only have God. Do you get used to the idea or fact that, you know, I'm never going to have nobody that's ever going to be on the level with me, on the same level with me that's going to understand me correctly. I'm never going to have that. And just get used to like living life like that. I don't want to be cold hearted. I I saw that in my future a few times in my past. It was like I can be a very driven, you know, motivated businesswoman. But I will get so consumed within my consumed in my work and building a successful life for myself. I won't want nobody around me because I don't feel like they deserve to be. Because while I'm working, you probably out here doing something. While I'm, you know, trying to build success, you don't really want to see me at my best. You don't have the same vision that I have. You probably couldn't fit into my future. And that I don't want to ever be that kind of person that is just th- judging and thinking things like that. But it's like, you know... It's things you have to consider when you're living in this world. Don't nobody want to believe in me now, but by the time I get there, you know, I wouldn't have, I would have to have still, I would have had to have already considered these things. So why would I care whether they believe me now or not? You know, I might not be there yet, but it's about the planet, it's all in the planet. But regardless of anything, though, you know, I still can't get past that. Like, I'm probably never going to find nobody like me in this world. Like, and if or when I do, you know, I don't know. What would I have had to go through? What would that consist of? I don't want to talk like this, but it's like, these are things I, I worry about. These are things I think about. Regardless, I guess I, I got to go back to after this. I got to go back to being doubted by the very people who are doing everything. They power to stop me from moving forward. I got to go back to hearing their laughter and their jokes and you know all the stuff that they say about who I'm not and who I'm not gonna be, and all this different stuff about reflective of my habits and all this other stuff that I'm doing. You you this you that you ain't you ain't never gonna have this you ain't never gonna have that. So ain't nobody da, 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 da. and and it's like you know, but you still gonna stand in the way of an opportunity. But you still gonna block me from getting to my next point and my next step. But you don't feel like I'm really gonna have you don't you don't feel like I ever could. You are not intimidated by me in the slightest, but you still gonna pray on my downfall? Okay. No, you're right. I just still gotta keep going, regardless.